This is Financially Tuned with Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, and your host, Brian Gaunt, from Bushka Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 40 years of combined experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is your host, Brian Gaunt, to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned. I'm your host, Brian Gaunt. We are normally joined by the financial professionals at Bushka Retirement Solutions, Sue Bushka, their president, and Cole Bruner, their vice president. However, for this morning's show, Sandy Schaefer, our life and health insurance specialist at the Bushka office, is joining us for uh, today's show because Medicare is a topic that Sandy uh works with our clients on a daily basis, helping them uh, to address any of the issues and questions that they might have with Medicare. And of course, that means today's show is all about Medicare. It's, uh, we've kind of called it your guide to Medicare. Now, good morning, uh, Cole, and uh, good morning, Sandy. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning. Good morning. And thank you listeners for taking a little bit of time on your weekend to join us. And as a reminder, all episodes are on retirewithbushka.com. So if you missed a previous show or you'd like to go back uh, and re-listen to this show, you can find it there. Now to start, when it comes to planning your retirement, there is no shortage of components to consider. Developing an income plan, deciding when and how to file for your social security benefits, and minimizing the impact that taxes may have on your retirement assets are just a few of the issues that you'll need to address as you approach retirement. Now, crafting a retirement plan that is capable of supporting your lifestyle and your family and rewarding the years you spent in the workforce is definitely no easy task. In fact, it's a financial challenge unlike anything that you've ever faced before. So that's why we're spending some time today talking about Medicare because it is something that um, we will all have to make some decisions on in our retirement years. So to start us off, I think, um, Cole, this might be a great question for you. Why is it important to have a retirement plan and how does Medicare play a role in that plan? Well, the main reason why it's important to have a retirement plan is simply because when we're getting ready for retirement, we need to be able to visualize not only um, how we'll spend our time in retirement, but also how we will ensure that we have enough income to live that lifestyle that we dream of in retirement. Um, you know, during this period of time when we're retired, how you distribute your money matters a lot more than how much of it you have or how adeptly you save it. You know, you have to have a very specific strategy as to how you're going to fill that income gap that you'll deal with after you finally retire. And it's easy to get caught up in a number of different financial issues when you're starting to put a plan together. A lot of that plan focuses solely on just where the money is invested and focuses less on how much income those investments can actually create to ensure that you have a livable income stream and can meet your obligations even even through volatile markets. Now, 
Medicare playing into that definitely has an impact because depending on what decisions you make for your Medicare plan, it can impact your your costs, you know, your health insurance costs and things like that over time, whether you go with a Medicare Advantage or a Medicare supplement plan. And if you have the right type of prescription drug plan and all of these different things, they play a role in how much income you will need to have on a monthly basis in retirement. So really, Medicare planning is a pretty integral part of overall retirement income planning. Well, that definitely makes a lot of sense and something that people really need to take a look at ahead of time. So Sandy, could you give our listeners um, an idea of how Medicare does help them protect their quality of life in their older years? Well, I'm sure as most people know who are looking at that age 65, Medicare, of course, guarantees health insurance for people older than 65 or younger if you have certain disabilities or you're dealing with certain diseases. Um, Right now, according to the Center of Medicare and Medicaid Services, of the 55 million Americans who were recipients in 2015, 46 million of them were over the age of 65, which still makes Medicare a major crucial factor in your retirement planning. Um, By working with us at Bushka Retirement Solutions, just as Cole said, we can help ensure that your Medicare coverage will complement your lifestyle, support your retirement plan, and be the most beneficial um, plan that you have as a basic component. All of this really needs to fit together to direct you towards selecting a plan and the coverage that's best for you and your spouse. Well, and I think what a lot of people don't realize is there are a lot of different options out there. You know, there are multiple different Medicare supplement plans and Medicare Advantage plans, and not one plan is right for everybody. So just like when it comes to investing your money, you have to find a strategy that works for you individually. Well, and speaking of that, you know, you had referenced before about uh, the potential impact that, of course, healthcare costs can have on someone's retirement income. Why is it important for folks to have a, a Medicare strategy? I, I don't know that, you know, all retirement planners are, are versed in Medicare or, you know, help um, to kind of uh, avoid some of those impacts on retirement income. Well, you know, our focus here is really to, to be the difference between protecting and insulating your retirement savings as opposed for it being depleted for medical costs. That's why it's so vitally important that you understand your medical coverage. Um, it's more than just your financial well-being at stake. It's also your physical and mental well-being at stake. It goes right back to having peace of mind within your retirement, getting the most of what you put in requires careful planning, um, the research, and quite definitely the help of the professionals. Well, it makes a lot of sense. I think it might be beneficial for our listeners that maybe aren't as familiar with Medicare or maybe are first looking into Medicare as they're approaching 65. Could could you both give us maybe a a brief explanation of the different parts of Medicare and, and the Medicare program itself? Medicare is a federal social insurance program that you've paid into over the course of your career. You know, it's divided into four different parts, and I'm sure the majority of you have heard of this. There's parts A, B, C, and D. The four parts are subdivisions of two main categories. Original Medicare, of course, covers parts A and B. The additional coverage that you want to have comes through in the parts C and D. 
Well, it's a good overview. I think before we dive into maybe more of the details on each of uh, the components of Medicare, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But before we do, Cole, how can someone go about learning more about the issues that we're going to be talking about in today's show? Well, as we uh, mentioned in, in multiple shows in the past, Sue uh, Bushka, as well as myself, spent a number of years putting together a, a retirement planning book called Ready, Set, Retire. And we encourage all of our listeners to visit bushkabook.com to um, request a complimentary copy of that book. And we've talked about a number of these different issues that impact retirees and, and seniors as they as they age. And, and uh, some of that does help to understand uh, the difference between, for example, Medicare and Medicaid and some of those other different topics that are important for you to understand. And so for any listeners that are questioning uh, whether or not they have the right plan or maybe if there are other ideas that they should be considering when it comes to their Medicare or general retirement income plan, they should really visit bushkabook.com and request a complimentary copy of that book. If they're not uh, comfortable using the internet to do so, they can certainly call our office at 715 715- Three five five four 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 five. also to request a complimentary copy of that book. Well, thank you, Cole and Sandy. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but then when we come back, uh, I'll be asking Cole and Sandy, like I said, a little bit more detail about the parts of Medicare uh, for those that aren't as familiar with the program. So stay tuned with more Financially Tuned. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them. Primarily, Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It is not simply a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please call our office today at 715-355-4445 or visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. Welcome back to Financially Tuned. This morning, we are joined by Cole Bruner, Vice President of Bushka Retirement Solutions, and Sandy Schaefer, their Life and Health Insurance Specialist. So in the first uh, segment, we had talked about... um, the importance of having a Medicare strategy that's implemented into your retirement plan because it can have um, a significant impact on your retirement plan. We also start to talk about Medicare's four parts. And so that's where I'd like to pick up on uh, the second segment and dive a little bit more into the different parts because even before uh, preparing for today's show, I didn't even know the what each of the different parts mean. And so I think that could be beneficial for our listeners. So let's start with uh, Part A. Could you tell us a little bit more about what Part A is and what it does for folks? I'll take this part, Cole. Um, Medicare Part A, it's the hospital insurance that covers the cost of health care at a medical facility, so your hospitals. Um, it's medically necessary inpatient care, including skilled nursing facilities, hospices, and a limited home health service care. For most people, um, because of all the years that you've been paying into the system, you're not paying a premium for Part A. However, that does not mean that the coverage provided by Part A is always free. For instance, if you had a hospital stay during this year in 2016, 
you will be paying a deductible per benefit period of $1,288. During that stay, you pay nothing for the first 60 days of each benefit period. However, after that, you're now paying $322 a day for days 61 through 90 of each benefit period. Then, once any hospital stay that would possibly last more than 90 days, Medicare will only pay for a portion of those additional days. If you use one of your 60 lifetime reserve days at a cost of to you of $644 per day, that's how that stays covered. If the hospital stay extends beyond 90 days in a benefit period and your lifetime reserve days are all used up, you are responsible for these costs. Going forward with the skilled nursing facility stay in 2016, you will pay nothing for the first 20 days of each period, $161 for days 21 through 100, and all costs for any day of care beyond that day 100 of the benefit period. That's why supplementing and looking at other possibilities is so important for your financial future after age 65. Well, and a lot of people don't realize that for skilled nursing facilities, Medicare is only going to pay for that stay if it is considered a, uh, you know, a rehabilitative stay or something along those lines. If it's considered a chronic illness that will continue on indefinitely, then that's a cost that Medicare typically is not going to cover. So that's something that you want to be really careful of, because if you become chronically ill, unfortunately, um, you know, a nursing home or skilled nursing facility stay at that time is going to be on your own dime. And so you may have to have supplemental coverage for that like long-term care insurance, for example. Well, I can see why, you know, especially now after um, those figures that you provided, Sandy, how it can have such a huge impact on someone's retirement if they're in the hospital for uh, just a week during that 61 to 90 days of the benefit period. That's over $2,000. And so that's uh, not necessarily a small uh, stack of pennies. So it's always good to have a plan for those contingencies. So could you share with us more about the second part, Part B of Medicare? Well, Part B is medical insurance that covers the cost of two types of services, um, medically necessary service and then preventative service. So, for example, Medicare uh, medically necessary services consist of services or supplies that are required to diagnose or treat a medical condition that meets certain Medicare Uh, medical care practice standards. And then you've got preventative services, which would include healthcare services to avert illness or assist in early detection of illnesses or diseases. These services would include clinical research, ambulance services, uh, durable medical equipment, mental health care, outpatient and inpatient care, second opinion before surgeries, and also a small selection of outpatient medications. The cost of Part B varies according to the income level of the individual, although for people who first enrolled in Part B in 2016, many will pay the standard monthly premium of $121.80 per month, and they will have a $166 per year deductible. But now individuals who have an annual income greater than $85,000 and couples who have joint annual income of more than $170,000 will have an extra charge added to their premium due to their higher income level. So you have to really be aware of that and how that may impact your own personal situation. Because many people think that it's the same cost for everybody when it comes to Medicare. And it can change depending on your annual income amount. 
Well, and all of those things are good to know because as you've talked about in previous shows, building your retirement income plan you know, really needs to be based on accuracy and on what expenses are going to be. And this might be one of those things that, that uh, maybe people aren't budgeting for until they um, know more about Medicare. So let's move on to Part C. What does Part C of Medicare focus on? Part C is the Medicare Advantage plan portion. Um, these are policies offered by Medicare-approved private insurance carriers. That's the difference. They're provided by private insurance carriers. Um, all have the same benefits as Part A and B, but many have a lot of extra little benefits added along in. Things like prescription drug coverage, um, even coverage for additional services such as vision, hearing, dental, also some health and wellness programs occasionally. The one thing about if you select a Medicare Advantage plan, you will be enrolled, enrolled in the Medicare program, but your medical coverage is administered by your plan, not by original Medicare. So in other words, Medicare will pay your MA plan's insurance carrier a set amount for your care each month instead of paying your directly to your health care provider which is what happens when you have original Medicare. It goes straight from the Medicare program to your health care provider. Um, consequently, the coverage and the costs of those Medicare Advantage plans vary. They only do so to a certain extent, as they must provide the same what we call baseline coverage, the same benefits as parts A and B, um, especially the things that Cole was just mentioning in the Part B section, and your Medicare Advantage plan will still need you to pay the premium associated with Part B. And so finally, there is one more part of Medicare, and that's Part D. And I think more, more often than not, I think people are more familiar with Part D um, because of the prescription drug coverage that it provides. But could you go in a little bit more detail and depth for our listeners on, on Part D? Well, Part D, Brian, is the prescription drug coverage. And Generally, this is offered through private Medicare-approved insurance companies. So Part D, D is in drugs. Every Medicare prescription drug plan has a list of drugs called a formulary for which it'll provide coverage. This formulary, however, is divided into different tiers according to the cost of the drugs. Drugs on a lower tier will generally have much lower co-payments than drugs on a higher tier. As parts C and D are provided by private insurance companies, the monthly premium of these policies depend on the extent of their coverage, and they can vary greatly from company to company. Um, some will have deductibles, some will not have deductibles. Um, premiums will also vary. So will whether you decide to use a mail order um, company as opposed to picking up at your, at your local drugstore. There's definitely a lot more decisions involved in, in the Medicare program and in the four parts. So I think this is very beneficial for our listeners to understand that. Now, do people have to worry about uh, potential coverage gaps in their Medicare plans? We talk about um, in our shows the importance of making sure that someone doesn't have that um, income gap in their retirement plan. But as you mentioned, the different parts and, and all that goes into it um, is is that a, a real concern of, of folks, or should it be? Well, it absolutely should be. Um, costs vary from plan to plan. Some, some clients are going to face a, gov a coverage gap. For instance, 
the payment structure for Part D often creates a gap in coverage. Essentially, you're going along paying your monthly premiums for Part D all year. With most plans, you pay 100% of your drug costs until you reach your deductible amount. All makes sense. After your deductible, the cost of the drugs starts being split between you and your plan. However, this year, in 2016, once you and your plan have spent $3,310 on covered drugs, you've now entered the coverage gap. And now you'll have to pay 58% of the price of generic drugs and 45% of the price of brand name drugs. You won't exit this coverage gap until you've spent an out-of-pocket $4,850 on your prescription drugs. At that point, you will qualify for what's called catastrophic coverage. You will only have to pay a small portion or a small copay for the covered drugs for the rest of the year. Now, keep in mind, this is what's commonly referred to as the donut hole. A lot of people hear about the donut hole. They uh, have, have experienced the donut hole themselves when it comes to Medicare Part D. And it is something that you want to be aware of because there are a lot of people that will be impacted um, by it this year and, and, and have been impacted by it by uh, for many years in the past. And it's something that doesn't just go away. You have to have some sort of strategy as to how you're going to cover those drug costs when you do become responsible for more of them. Well, as we all know, prescription drugs can be so expensive. And if someone hasn't even, um, you know, had that as part of their retirement plan, their retirement income plan, that could really, you know, cause some, some major problems and really affect someone's entire retirement. So in thinking in those terms, what would you say are some ways that people can deal with any potential coverage gap that they might encounter? You know, like we had mentioned before with any insurance policy, there are going to be times when the Medicare plan you've chosen just doesn't provide the coverage that you need. What you want to do is be able to help potentially eliminate those devastating consequences of that fact. What a lot of clients do is purchase what's called a Medicare supplement, a Medigap policy, from a private insurance carrier. What this does is just helps you bridge the potential holes in your coverage. The Medigap policy can be used to help pay for a lot of your health care costs, such as the co-payments, your coinsurance, your deductibles, those things that original Medicare doesn't cover. Or you can use it to provide yourself with coverage for services that aren't included in Medicare, such as international travel. If you're in Canada fishing or you're in Mexico on vacation, you are now international and Medicare is not going to cover you. That's a really excellent point because so many people do like to travel in their retirement. And so, you know, if you do get sick and and you're out of the country, it's good to know that there is something um, that's out there that they can use. Aside from that, where, what are other situations when a Medigap policy can be used? Well, a Medigap policy is only used in conjunction with original Medicare. Earlier when we were talking about that Medicare Advantage plan, that's meant to provide you with coverage with Medicare benefits, but through a private insurance company. The Medigap or Medicare Supplement Policy is meant to cover your original Medicare. So the things that are covered by Medicare are covered by Medicare, and then your Medicare supplement comes back in and basically picks up the remainder. 
Um, just as it implies, a Medigap policy is not a standalone form of coverage. It's meant to be used to cover a gap. So if you have original Medicare and choose to purchase a Medigap policy, then your Medicare policy will, of course, like we just stated, cover your Medicare-approved portion, and then in will come your Medicap policy to pay its share. What you want to remember, though, is it doesn't provide you with total coverage. There are many services the policy won't cover, such as vision, dental, hearing aids, eyeglasses, long-term care, or private duty nurses. At that point, you may need to look at a different plan if you are worried about things such as dental, hearing, and long-term care. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's important to, to have uh, a well-rounded coverage of all of those different areas. Um, and, and sometimes it means that you have to purchase additional supplemental policies in addition to your Medigap policy. Um, now, some Medicare Advantage plans do roll all of that coverage together or give you maybe some dental and vision benefits along with it. But it's a good idea to have um, those protections in place because if there were some unforeseen expenses uh, related to vision or dental or anything like that, without any specific coverage, all of that cost may be coming out of your pocket. And then that's going to hinder our retirement income plan. So we want to make sure that we have all of those aspects covered of our plan before we, uh, before we move forward on making decisions. Well, as you know, listeners, there's so much information in Medicare and we only have so much time. And, and so our, our time today is running a bit short, but uh, well, let's end with this. Uh, how can listeners out there uh, that want some help in determining some of these Medicare questions, whether it be a Medigap policy and, or a Medicare Advantage policy or what might work for their situation, what is their easiest step? Well, the easiest step, first of all, is to call our office, sit down, and have us run, run quotes for you. Um, because right now, first of all, you have to have Medicare Part A and B. If you have a Medicare Advantage plan, you can apply for a Medigap policy, but it, you have to make sure that leaving that Medicare Advantage plan ends at the same point that your Medigap policy starts. You pay the private insurance company a monthly premium for your Medigap policy, in addition to the Part B premium that you pay to Medicare. The other thing to remember, um, if it's you and your spouse retiring at the same time, Medigap policies only cover one person. It's not like your health insurance through your employer where you can have a, a plus one plan or a family plan. You and your spouse each need to divide, have separate policies. Uh, what is uh, a resource call that uh, people can reach out to Bushka uh, to help them as they are approaching retirement? Well, as I mentioned uh, before in the show, uh, one of the easiest ways to gain some of the insight that we've been sharing with our listeners today is by visiting bushkabook.com and requesting a complimentary copy of our recently published Ready, Set, Retire. Uh, in addition to that, you can also call our office to request a complimentary quote on your Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage plan to determine if you have the best plan currently or to help you to seek out a plan that fits your specific needs uh, through the use of a wonderful quoting software. So call our office at 715-355-4445 to schedule that consultation today. 
Well, I'd like to thank Cole Bruner, Vice President of Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as Sandy Schaefer, the Life and Health Insurance Specialist, for joining us this morning on this topic of Medicare. Listeners, we hope you will join us next week for another episode of Financially Tuned. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner at Bushka Retirement Solutions. Call 715-355-4445 or visit their website at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.